ACL Diva, what's going on? Another episode of the Aftermath is on the air. How you feeling? I feel good. I'm so excited. Aftermath for the new year. I know. I know you're also excited because we're speaking to a fellow like yourself, entrepreneur. And then also something that we spoke about off air is we're looking to kind of put the spotlight on people who are doing business in Atlanta where we're based, which our guest is today. All right. We got Janita Griffin. All right. She's the owner of the Brow Girl in Sugar Hill, Georgia. So we're going to talk to her about how she said goodbye to a nine to five and hello to her own business. All right, so um, Janita, thank you for you know taking the time to come and talk to us. We really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. That's good. We're gonna keep this excitement up and uh, have a good time and get to know you a little bit better and about you and your business. So, just diving right in. So let's start with um, finding your calling and how did you know it was it was time to say goodbye to that traditional you know nine to five and go all in and invest in yourself, like. Did something trigger that? Like, did you have a bad day? Did you look at your check and was like, look, this ain't it? Like, tell us about that process. Honestly, it was because I was fired while I was on maternity leave. So as soon as I went back to the company I was working for from maternity leave, they fired me. And that was that was devastating. Raphael, like, oh, my goodness, I don't know what I was going to do because it was just me and the kids. And we was about to, well, we were homeless, honestly. So after that situation... It just made me realize that companies don't care about me. So I started my own thing and it's been booming from there. Okay, we got to back up a second here. All right, so you put a lot into that answer. It was like, all right, (laughs) so you're on maternity leave. Right. The day you come back, they say, thanks, but no thanks. And Mm then homeless, I mean, so if you could just walk me us through like, what 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 went on with that? So they let you go, and then how did that end up with you not having anywhere to stay? Absolutely, because I was doing eyebrows and skincare and everything on my maternity leave at home, and that's when the company realized that I was doing it. So they're like, "She's taking our clients because they were the clients were coming to my house while I was on maternity leave." So when I got oh okay, so you were in a similar industry with before maternity leave, okay. Yeah, so when I got okay. back, so when I got back, that's when they fired me. Weeks went by, I had nothing else to do but continue to service the clients at home. And then eventually the bills was packing up, packing up, packing up. And I realized, oh my goodness, it's not the same money as working for that company. Um, and that's when, you know, eviction mm. flowing. And that's when I became homeless with the babies. But that was oh, my, my that was my my boost to like really go hard. So after that happened, I just went hard, like super hard. And I never looked back. I mean, yeah. yeah, you got no choice with that one. So when you're doing, okay, so when you're doing this and you're establishing Brow Girl, and right. I know people who, who start their own businesses, they have hurdles and people always ask what's hard about it. It's almost like the default question. Well, what was so difficult about it? I ain't interested in that. I want to know which you thought was going to be hard, but ended up being easier than you thought? Well, realistically, it's just the grind. Like, if you have that grind mentality, it's not realistically that hard. The only hard part for me with owning a business and really doing my own thing is, like, the the behind-the-scenes type of things, like taxes and um, payroll, stuff like that. That's the only thing that's hard. But realistically, I can hire someone to handle that, but I'm doing it on my own. Um, 
Well, it's the thing. It's just that grind mentality. If you have that grind mentality, I don't think it's yeah. hard per se. Yeah, because I was interested in that because a lot of people, you know, they talk about what's hard and then they don't talk about the things that come naturally to them when you start going in on your on your calling. So right. just to re just to remind everybody, we were talking to Janita Griffin. All right. She is the owner of The Brow Girl. All right. So the website is thebrowgirl.com. She's on Facebook at The Brow Girl. Instagram is the.brow.girl. If you're in the Atlanta area and you're watching this and you want to go check her out, the address is 1400 Buford Highway, Suite G5 in Sugar Hill, Georgia. All right. You got any questions, you can email her at contact at thebrowgirl.com and you can pick up the phone and call if you want to. 833-BROW-01. And if you're like, oh, I don't know what the numbers are, it's 833-276-9701. A lot of information for Janita. ATL Diva, do you have something for the Brow Girl? Of course I do. So... I am also in the beauty industry, but one of the things that ever, that I want to ask is you're out in close to really like Buford. So <laughs> can you tell people the advantages to being out in Buford? Because when people get into the beauty industry, everyone thinks that they have to run through Buckhead or in the city. Like that's where it is. And I mean, I don't do beauty services in the city. It's just like a little much, but Tell people how you're able to be very successful and you do not have to be in the inner city to do that. Absolutely. That's a good question because I get that asked all the time, even from clients. But realistically, I built my brand as a destination. So the Brow Girl is a destination. Realistically, I would say 60% of my clients come from all over the state of Georgia and some from South Carolina and the neighboring states as well. But I built the brand as a destination. So once you um, develop your market and you figure out your target market, it's honestly easy. You can go in any state, like any state, any city, and really build up your clientele. So realistically, I started by just going in on the brand, building that brand, making people realize that, oh, that's a brand. I'll go wherever she goes. And literally, my clients tell me they will go wherever I go. So my thing was to open up in a smaller city and then build up from there. And it's been booming from there. And what I'm noticing now is there's becoming more brow artists and people in the industry starting to come out here. They're like, oh my goodness, she's out there too. So maybe I should. Um, so it's just building that market and knowing your target market. It's the destination. Absolutely. It's a good, it's, that's an amazing answer because what people don't realize is when you do live in these particular suburban pockets, these people really do have, they have extra disposable income because they're usually a more mature crowd. They have more money. They've been in their jobs. So they definitely keep their beauty favors up. So yes. being that browse is a luxury service, which services are like your above the average just browse shaping? Like what's the thing that's Mm -hmm. really like the number one thing that people are coming to you for besides just your basic shaping? Yes. So I started, what I like to do is I get stagnant. So I start to, my brain starts to get hungry and I want to learn more. So I just added, uh, it's called Brazilian lymphatic drainage. So that's really good for post-surgery, which a lot of ladies are doing. They're getting surgeries now. Um, so it's good for post-surgery, but it's also good for wellness in the, the body as a whole. And I'm all about wellness. That's what um, built my brand up is being health conscious and being all about the wellness, the health of the eyebrows. So now the um, new service is the health of the entire body. So ever since I started doing that, it's been 
boom in. So I have two other girls working with me now. So eventually I'm probably going to have to hire two other girls because I'm overbooked. Um, so that would be the next service. Besides brows, the ladies are getting surgeries and stuff. So they need that, the reduction of the inflammation in their body. So that new service I'm doing, it's been going crazy. So I would say so the that. people who don't understand what that means, like, look, 16 is like, I don't know what that means. Yeah, it's, it's bo- so yeah, it's in bo- English, it's booming, so it like, must be working. Right, but non-beauty people. So can you explain to them what that service does, um, yeah. especially for women who have recently had surgery? Absolutely. So when you have surgery, and even if you don't have surgery, you definitely need to induce the lymphatic system. So the lymphatic system is responsible for everything in the body. The brain functions, the brain, the heart, the lungs, the kidney, like it's literally the the central system for everything. So you have to induce it. You have to keep it pumping because when it gets inflamed or clogged, that's where diseases come from. That's where cancer comes from. That's where yes. heart disease comes from. That's where bloating and every everything you can think of comes from the lymphatic system. So you have to keep it flowing. And when the ladies get surgery, it gets clogged up because they had things rearranged and um, it needs to flow right. Otherwise it can get clogged up, it can get develop other diseases from that. Like, so they have to keep it flowing. So that's what the service does. It literally pumps the system. And then at the end, I contour the midsection. So they're actually getting the mm-hmm. the wellness, the pumping of the system, but also that con the snatch waste basically. Oh, okay. So that's good. So some people do that with cupping. So do you do cupping or do you do a different method? Um, it's a different method. It's a Brazilian method. So it doesn't use any type of machines, any type of cups. It's literally using the hands. And I'm... Okay. Yes, my brand is really natural everything. So literally using no machines, or nothing, just the healing from the hands. I'm using my hands. So the people who love the holistic approach like I do, cupping can be very painful for some people or discomfort. So if you want a more holistic, natural approach the hands i like that i have not seen the hand method done so i'm so glad you're able to kind of like walk us through that yes it's truly amazing and i'm so happy that i invested in the course the course was not cheap whatsoever but i'm so happy i invested in it because it's changing my life but it's also changing the ladies lives as well so it's it's just truly amazing i'm very grateful so let me this will be my last question before i like you know toss it back to 16 but as a business owner, I don't think a lot of people understand how much you really have to like reinvest in yourself um, education wise in order to kind of like stay up on trends. Um, can you talk to us a little bit about how many courses or how important it is for you to reinvest in yourself like every year to push your business forward? Yes. Oh, my goodness. I'm so glad you asked that because I talk about this all the time on my Instagram. Um, but realistically, if you want to be successful, you have to reinvest in your business. Um, I have a lot of friends who was always buying bags and purses and shoes and all these expensive items, but they're not <laughs> their business and it shows. And I hate yeah. to be that them, but I tell them all the time, like, you're not reinvesting in your business and this is why you don't have clients. <laughs> so you have to reinvest in your business. It's so important. Um, and in my book, I have a book that I wrote and I mentioned that all throughout the book, like you have to reinvest. No matter how many years of experience you have, you can be the OG of 
everything, but you really do have to continue your education because the trends and the so many different things are coming out. So you got to renew your skills and stuff. Super important. Amazing, amazing answer. So I'm going to toss it back to 16 so I don't hog all the time and he doesn't like complain off camera about it. So (laughs) Don't do me like that. All right. So I want to go back to something that you had mentioned earlier uh, when you were speaking about staff. It kind of leads me to where I was going with uh, my next question. So at the heart of every great business, and we're seeing problems with that, with the worker shortage and everything, um, you need plenty of things, but an important piece is having, you know, great people on your staff. So what do you look for in a staff member to let you know this is somebody that I need on my team? Yes, that's a good question. I'm all about energy. So with me, I can feel the energy. I can feel the vibe. I, I don't know. I'm just, that's my gift. I can feel the energy. Like my two girls that I have, um, it took me a long time to even hire uh, people on my team. Um, but when I met them, I felt the energy. Like I felt it. Like I was like, oh my goodness, you need to be working with me. And they both have been with me for three years. So that says a lot. And they very love good, I, very good. Yes, my thing is if you treat them good, they wouldn't want to leave. So I even tell other major companies, like, treat your people good. They won't even want to leave. Like, why would they want to leave if they're treated good? So I make sure that they know they're their own business owners. Like, you're under the browser or whatever, but you are responsible for your success, not me. So I let them know, (laughs) like, just know that you are your own business owner. I'm not the boss of you. Um, So just them knowing that, I think that makes them go hard for the Bravo. Oh, that's that's good. So if you're listening and you're looking for work, you see you'll be treated well if you go to the Brow Girl. Just just putting that out there. Okay. But so energy though. <laughs> but you gotta bring the energy. You gotta have you know you gotta bring it because she's bringing the energy. So you gotta match that. So a lot of buzzwords have been used while we've been talking here marketing promotion. So in this day and age it's all about marketing and promotion. So you mentioned your Instagram. How is Brow girl using social media to not only get the word out, but educate loyal, you know, educate your loyal clients, but grab potential ones as well. Yes, absolutely. Realistically, I post all the time. Um, What I'm realizing with the algorithm for any type of social media, you just have to keep on posting. If you keep on posting, I don't know what they're doing behind the scenes, but they put it on the feed more and people will see it. Um, So with me and marketing, I just post, I post, the real. So I don't sugarcoat anything. I just be myself. I let them know what I'm doing with my family and everything so they can relate to me. So once I built that relationship, they look they look forward to more posts. But just posting the realness and educating them on everything. Not even about the industry, but just about food or something or a recipe or something to keep the engagement going. Engagement is so important. Got you. Just the all around just it, it's, it revolves around your business, but it also includes your personal life to kind of give it that feel of, hey, I'm I'm outside of all this. I'm still a person. I'm still out here living what I'm trying to give to y'all. I'm living it, too. So I can see where, where that works with that. So, again, just going to reiterate, and we're going to have this in the description. You'll see it on the on the screen, but we're also going to uh, put it in the podcast description. So the website, thebrowgirl.com, you can find Janita on Facebook, The Brow Girl on Instagram, the.brow.girl, all right? You can email contact at thebrowgirl.com or give her a call, 833-276-9, I'm sorry, 833-276-9701. ATL Diva, 
I know you got something else, business owner to business owner for Janice. <laughs> so let's talk about, um, you did mention earlier in the um, first part of the interview about um, some of the challenges that happen, not necessarily, you know, in your services, but outside, like behind the scenes and in the admin part. Um, you said the things you're not sure about that you'll pay someone to do. Can you please talk about that? Because I don't think people understand that just because you aren't good at something doesn't mean you're not still responsible for the business side of what you do. And I think in our industry, people tend to just focus on I do the service as well, but it's a whole different ballgame about how you have to establish yourself um, financially and legally and um, to give yourself validity outside of the service. So can you walk us through how you were able to set that up for yourself with your strengths and your weaknesses with that? Right. Absolutely. So that's a good question. So in the beginning, it was fairly slow. So I didn't have to worry about too much on like taxes and all that good stuff. But as I started to boom and get my business flowing, I was overbooked. I'm like, okay, I got to do something with this, these taxes. Cause I was getting notices from the IRS. <laughs> so once I got that notice from the IRS, that's when I realized, oh my goodness, I need a CPA. Um, so realistically that's immediately when I hired a CPA. And then with payroll, I try to do it all by myself. But once the girls started sending me messages like, oh, it's a little bit off, um, that's when I was like, oh, my goodness, I need a payroll. So I had to get a payroll company. Um, so, of course, I had to dip in my money. But realistically, I'm making more than what I'm spending. So it's balancing. Um, so it's so important for anyone in the business or owning a business to have, like, all that admin stuff situated. Of course, you can try to do it on your own, but realistically, it's better to invest and hire the professional to do it because you'll make off like, wait, oh my goodness, you'll make so much more just by hiring a professional. Exactly. And just say it for the people who don't know, is all the money that you come in, that comes into your business immediately yours? Mm, no. Thank you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> many groups on Facebook and so many people post screenshots of like how much they're making but they're not really telling the truth but I just mind my thank business. you keep it honest see that's what, I, that's what I'm talking about let's get to it because people think that you see someone make a gross profit right let's say they made a hundred thousand dollars but what they're not telling you is that that hundred thousand dollars got broken up over to yes. this person, that person, and then what they're left with is not always that hundred thousand dollars. So, yeah, exactly. Because yeah, <laughs> Uncle Sam is undefeated. He gonna eat before your kids eat. He's undefeated. He coming to get. Well, his no, food. actually, if you have a business, Uncle Sam actually kind of gets paid last because you gotta pay vendors, you gotta pay staff, you gotta pay um, monthly expenses. Like Uncle Sam, yes. actually, in this situation. He take his, whatever you tell him you got left over is what he pinched off of. Now, when like you are better. a W-2 earner, he take his off top, see, you know, and then you get what you get. But in business, it's like backwards. Absolutely. So, <clears throat> which is a little bit beneficial in a way. So right. that's, that's, that's for another show. That's expert. Yeah, he does his thing. I will say that. So <laughs> yes, they do, and and that's so important to have a really good person. So, for people, it sounds easy to hire someone, but what was your vetting process 
for hiring like a CPA because I don't think people understand like a CPA can make or break your company to be very honest with you. So what was your process? Was it his that person's energy or was it like how did you bet that person to know this person is going to be a good fit for me? Yes, it was actually a referral and I saw the clients that he worked with and how they're doing. So just by looking at them, I was like, oh my goodness. And he showed me the proof. Like he showed me like actual clients figures and how he worked it out and the numbers and stuff. So after that, I was like, oh yes. So it just, it just worked out honestly, but the referral, it was a good referral. Excellent. See, this business, business is all about referrals for the most part. A little bit of marketing, but somewhat referrals though. Right. 16, what what do you have? Yes. So um Nick, I got two more <laughs> for you here. And then we got our we got a little question game that we have to get to know you a, a little bit better on a you know, like how you make decisions type way. But um so you're dealing with clients. Your whole business is dealing with clients. So obviously, you know, you have return people, you have people who followed you, you know, through your various stops and things like that. So when you're dealing with your clients, what's the goal you strive to have every person who leaves the brow girl, you, you want them saying about you? And then do you feel like you've met your own expectations when it comes to client satisfaction? Oh, absolutely. So I make sure that they're satisfied, of course, before they leave. So I give them the mirror or whatever service they had. I make sure they're happy. Although sometimes they will lie and say, oh, my goodness, I love it. Um, that's only happened a few times. And then they complain later. But realistically, I try to dig deep with my clients. I try to get to know their style, their lifestyle, what they do for a living, stuff like that, because that plays a major role on the look that I'm trying to give them based on the service they get. Um, so for, what was your question again? Say it again, because I was about to start talking a lot. Well, no, I was just saying that what what is like the thing that you, somebody, you're done, you're performing your services. What do you want them like telling people about that? Like word of mouth, like when they leave and they say, <laughs> Tell me about your experience. You went to the brown brow girl. What do you want that, mm -hmm. that word of mouth to be? Oh, okay, I got you. So I try to give them an experience because realistically, you can get your brows done anywhere on every corner. There's a brow shop, so I want them to leave with an experience, and I want them they're they're walking advertisement, so they're my business card basically. So I want them to let everyone know like they had an experience. Yes, you get some bomb eyebrows or Brazilian lymphatic system, but it was all about the experience. So I try to create a vibe. It's a whole energy for me. So literally a lot of my clients, they always tell me, I like coming here, not because just because of brows, but because it's the energy. I lay down, I feel good. I wake up and it feels like I was meditating. So I want them <laughs> to let everyone know, like it's an experience. It's not just getting your eyebrows done. All right. Yeah. That's what, that's what I was looking at. Like what, what you want people when they discuss that, when they say they've had a, an appointment with you and they come away from it because people talk, you know, they talk to their friends, girl, I hear them, you know, you know, where'd you get that do done? You, you know, do, do you, I, what you, what you hear 16, tell us what you so, hear. I'm curious what, now. You said, what do I know? So let's not act like I'm not in a house full of women. Okay. But I just want to know so what off. you hear. Like, be Oh no, I'm not, I'm, I'm not about to be your, I'm not about to be your court jester and try to do an impersonation. Just know that I heard it. And I hear you're my okay. court jester every other time we do I am, this show. I, I, am, I am no now. such thing. <laughs> Absolutely not. We will not. Well, let me ask but, because yes. I always find like this is this is something that's so funny and it happens to me a lot. How many of your clients fall asleep while you're doing the service? Mm, it depends on the client and 
the service because some clients are super talkative and oh my goodness, I'm so glad you mentioned that, but I literally just posted a post about a silent appointment. So I made a post to let everyone know that please request a silent appointment. If you're going through something that day or if you're tired, you're anxious, or you just don't want to talk. <laughs> so I told That is amazing because you don't want people to get irritated. And I completely understand what you're saying because some people, they just may have a bad day or, okay, I put it to you like this. It's the equivalent of going to get a massage and then the therapist starts out talking because they really kind of want to get to know you. But if if you're in the beauty industry and you go somewhere to have beauty services, that person usually is excited to talk to you. I don't want you talking to me right now. I just want to, you know, so I think that sets a great expectation up front so that you guys are on the same page because nothing's worse than trying to talk to a client and they're not really giving you any feedback and you can't tell if it's something they don't like or if they're going through something. You're kind of reading them wrong. So right. that's, that's awesome. A yes. silent appointment. Yes. You heard that, 16? Yes. That is innovative. That would never work with you. You could never do a silent. Could Live. You do I'm saying, yes, you know. I don't, I don't know I about like, that. You always like, got something I do meditate. Yeah, to you, because you always got something uh, smart to say. Well, do you see what I go through? What I you go through. <laughs> what, she, what she goes through. Boy, I tell you what. All right, so Tanita, one last thing here before we get into um, our last part here is if we miss anything, I mean, I know I mentioned, I mean, you got a lot of stuff. So I, I mentioned all your contacts, website, everything. So anything else that we need to get out there, you running a sale, you got something coming soon that you want to get out there, please just let us know. Yeah. So I have so much going on, honestly. Um, I Realistically, I need several personal assistants, but I have a lot going on. So I have <laughs> my own skincare line, which is amazing. It's all natural, but it's really changing people's skin, um, hyperpigmentation particularly. So the skincare, the Island Glow Collection, also do online courses. So... Um, everyone's wanting to get in the beauty industry and do eyebrows now, which is awesome. I love it. We need more brow artists. Um, so I have several courses online. Um, the sale for that, it's phenomenal. Normally it's $125 a, uh, per course. It's a lifetime access. It's actually on sale for $50 each, uh, which is phenomenal. It's like the lowest price I've ever had it. Um, but that's only for a limited time. Um, the code for that is New Year, literally. N-E-W. I mean, in, yeah, N-E-W-Y-E-A-R. So New Year is the code. Put it right there on the screen. BrowGirl.com for that. All right, nice. And we're, like I said, we're going to have all that information. It'll be in the YouTube description for people to see. And also, I'm going to put that up on the screen as well. You are now listening to The Radio Show. Have you not seen The Karate Kid before? You mean yes. like in 1984 when it first came out? You know, like, have or I seen it ever. since then? Like, I haven't, no, I have not seen it since 1984. You probably didn't even see it in 1984. Okay, 87. It's, it's one of those movies you should have seen a couple times at least. I, it's pretty big. So I remember it being big, but it was like, I saw it and was just like, oh, okay, I don't see what all the hype is. I mean, it was one of them 80s, you know, movies that just was big because it was a good movie in the 80s. Like, it's, you know, it's got one of them songs, you know, that's perpetually 80s. You're the best around. You're listening to the radio show on YouTube and all other podcast providers. 
Jenny, we got this uh, thing that we do with our uh, guests when we interview them. It's a, um, a question game called Don't At Me. So I'm going to ask you uh, a few rapid-fire questions as far as, like, choices. Like, a good example. I know you probably don't drink either one of these, but if I say, which do you prefer, Coke or Pepsi? If you like Coke, you would say, it's Coke. Don't at me. Like, you're telling somebody on Instagram, hey, don't at me on that. So you just got to answer all your questions and say, don't at me at the end of it. That's pretty much all right. it. So you're waking up in the morning. It's time to brush your teeth. You squeezing that toothbrush toothpaste from the bottom or squeezing from the top? From the bottom, don't ask. Yes, that's exactly how you do it. Diva, you got this look on your face. Don't you dare. You squeeze from the top, get out. No, the bottom. Don't at me. You don't know my wife. You know something. I know something. You know, know something. something. Yes, th that is the correct answer. Only psychopaths <laughs> squeeze from the top. I can say that because I hope my wife can't hear me right now because she's one of them from the top people. It's bad. Oh. But you're supposed to squeeze that from the bottom. But. Yeah, I bet you're not going to come for her for it. You just deal with it. You know better. All right, so let's go to the next one here. All right. All right, so Janita, is it pronounced caramel or caramel? Caramel, don't ask me. Oh. <laughs> I'm from Boston. <laughs> Caramel. You just took the, took the A out of it. Diva, caramel or caramel? I'm Southern, so I'm going to say caramel. I okay. Don't ask me. It's, it's caramel. Like, the, the caramel thing is just remixed. Like, we're just taking the A right on out of it, and we're adding a U at caramel. Caramel, don't at me. She's just like. Made it from. It originated in Paris, so they don't say Paris. They said Paris. <laughs> caramel. I'm, I'm pronouncing it the way I see it. Janita's like, nope. I'm going to keep saying caramel. I don't care. I'm going to keep saying it. All right. Don't <laughs> All right. Here's the next one. All right. So you're done, you know, getting the service out to eat, whatever. And it comes time to tip. Do you tip with cash or do you tip on the card? Cash. Don't at me. Simple. Cash, don't at me. Honestly, the whole cash thing is like an entrepreneur thing. I don't know why we we like our listen. Cash, don't at me. Yes, I agree. And guess and guess who can still buy their stuff in these cashless places when uh, the system go down because the internet broke. Yeah. Uh, oh, I guess I'm that guy then because uh, for me, I rather tip on the car because I don't carry cash and I don't or really in this day and age with the wrong out. I don't even want to really want to touch money. So it's uh on the <laughs> car because. But listen, but listen, let, let, let me comfort you for a second. You don't want to touch cash, but you finna touch them nasty ass buttons that everybody been punching their code in most of the time. Uh-uh. Not necessarily, because I have one of those uh, door openers that had a little uh, oh stylus on the end of it. So I ain't touching nothing. Oh All right? <laughs> I, I come prepared. <laughs> She's like, oh my God. All right. See? So, see? You see what I deal with? You see? Thank literally. you. <laughs> All right, so here's the next one here. Fruit tray or vegetable tray? Fruit tray. Oh. Diva, fruit tray or vegetable tray? Can't really go wrong oh. with either. Well, I'm going to say veggie tray because a lot of times if it's not the right season, the fruit isn't sweet anyway. So I'm safe with the veggie tray. Don't ask me. Oh, that's a good one, though. That's, I will say, 
I agree. Because <laughs> sometimes <laughs> that's thin, and it'd be like out of season. So uh, I like that one too. Veggie. I'm, I'm changing veggie, don't add me. <laughs> and I can't add her on it because that's the game. Don't add me. All right. For me, uh, fruit tray or vegetable tray, you can't go wrong with either one of them. I'm going to go with the fruit tray because I will rock your strawberries and your pineapples. So, yeah, it's a fruit tray for me, but you can't go wrong with either one. All right. So, Janita, I've got the last one here for you, and I'm interested to know this from both of you. Um, so, eating pizza, is it a slice of pizza or is it a piece of pizza? Let me get a slice. Boston, we get a slice. So, at me, slice. All right, Diva, slice of pizza or piece of pizza? Which one is it? Dang. I mean, we say both here, but I'm going to really just go with a slice of pizza done at me. Yes. Because, yes, uh, we're, we're in agreement on this one. It is a slice. I mean, if somebody wants to say a piece, that's, that's fine. But right. I feel like the proper way to address that is a slice. Don't add me on that one. Well, I'll tell you what we didn't get. We didn't get just a slice with Janita. We got the whole pie playing Don't At Me with her on the aftermath, all right? She did a great job of uh, playing around in our little sandbox here. So I appreciate it, you know. So Janita, I just want to say, you know, closing this up, it, you know, it's been great uh, talking to you about your business and everything. And we're just uh, really glad that um, you had a chance to take out some time to talk to us and, you know, Wish you continued success with the Brow Girl, you know, now and going forward. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you all for the invite. And you all have a phenomenal thing going right now. I love it. So I look forward to watching more shows from you all. I love the energy and vibes together. It works very well. Yes, yeah. it does. It was such an honor to meet you. I heard nothing but good things. And he was like, you got to jump on this one because she's in the same industry. It'll be fun. And I was like, okay, cool, cool. But I yeah. definitely enjoyed it. Listen to the radio show. So you like chocolate chip cookies? Yeah. I mean, Certain ones. You like chocolate? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Certain ones. So you take the chocolate chip cookie and you make yeah. the cookie chocolate. How does it no, go it's next? Not my, it's not my favorite thing in the world. Like chocolate, uh, chocolate yeah. chip cookie is not like my first choice for a cookie. It's What's your first like choice for a cookie? Because my my because first choice for a cookie is oatmeal raisin. My second choice yeah, mine is Jason's um, Deli. Jason's Deli has a cranberry oatmeal walnut cookie that is it's so good. Now, now I'm saying, but now oatmeal craisin, oatmeal cranberry is different than oatmeal raisin. But, but I still am not put. I, I'm still not putting it. Chocolate chip, America's cookie. This America, is the thing, man, America don't want us here, dog. Why do I want America's cookie? You're listening to the radio show on YouTube and all other podcast providers. All right, ATL Diva, another glorious aftermath interview is in the books. How did you feel about talking to Janita Griffin of the Brow Girl? It was very refreshing to have another entrepreneur on this show who understands my life. Yes, and she's in the beauty industry, so that was a perk. Yes, I mean, we know how, and as she explained, there are some things that you deal with when trying to build up your business, but she's doing well, and it's good to see that, and... You know what else is doing pretty good? The radio show is doing pretty good. Yeah. I feel like. So make sure and give us a like, subscribe, you know, check us out on YouTube and all the streaming platforms that you can find your podcast. Please, you know, check us out. 
we got the information on the screen right there. And also, you know, give a little bit of, you know, love to the Brow Girl. Check her out. So if you're in the Atlanta area, you want to go check her out, check out the podcast description for the information on where you can find her and, you know, go feel that experience that she talked. Okay. So we appreciate everybody, you know, listening, watching, however you support the radio show, we definitely appreciate it. And we'll be back keeping coming with more content. So we appreciate the love and we will talk to you guys next time. Bye.